This is a Legacy of Laughs comedy from the golden age of radio, brought to you by RelicRadio.com. This is the Danny K Show. With Harry James and his music makers. Presented by Pabst Blue Ribbon, 33 fine brews blended into one great beer. Yes, neighbors, for your entertainment, Pabst Blue Ribbon presents Eve Arden, Lionel Stander, Kitty Callan, Bob Jellison, the outstanding music of America's top band, Harry James and his music makers, yours truly, Ken Niles, and Danny Kaye. Tonight we find that a new interest has entered into Danny Kaye's complicated life. For as we open the door that leads into his hotel room, we find him trying to teach his new dog a few tricks with the assistance of Lionel Stander. <laughs> All right, now, now sit up. Atta boy, sit up, sit up, 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 up. That's it. Now roll over, roll over. Atta boy. Now lay down and play dead. Play dead. That's a good dog. Now hold your paws up. Paws up. There's a good fella. Okay, thanks, Lionel. Now, so let's see if the dog can do it. <laughs> that one fine. <laughs> I bet you he don't catch on as fast as I did. Well, we'll see. It. <laughs> now, come here, Fletcher. <laughs> All right, now, Fletcher, come on. Sit up. <laughs> see, Lionel? He did it the first time. He's smart, all right. What kind of a dog is he, Danny? Oh, he's a genuine Tennessee bear hound. No. Catches bears. (laughs) Well, I don't know about bears, but he sure caught something between here and Tennessee. (laughs) Look at him scratch. Yeah, you're right, Lionel. That's, uh, That's terrible. He's got fleas, you know. Yeah, I wonder how to get rid of him. They're very annoying. I've had him several times. How did you get rid of him? Who got rid of him? <laughs> hmm, maybe I'd better dip you both in kerosene. Hello, Hello Miss Evie. Hello, kid. <laughs> What's that? That's my dog, Fletcher. <laughs> oh, Evie, isn't that sweet? He likes your leg makeup. Yeah, well, let him buy his own. It's two bucks a bottle. (laughs) You know, Evie, he's a genuine Tennessee bear dog and smart as a whip. Yeah, I bet Lionel Stander can do more tricks than he can. You're wrong, Miss Arden. He beat me fair and square. (laughs) Fletcher is a very talented animal, really. Knows music and everything. What does he sing? Trees? (laughs) I'm serious, Evie. Fletcher is very musical. Come on, Fletcher. Let's put on a show for your Aunt Edie. Yeah. All right, you ready? La, 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 lum. <laughs> la, 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 lum. <laughs> well, well, a canine Crosby. <laughs> yeah, and that is all he can do. Fletcher, how much is uh, one plus one? <laughs> hey, Danny, try me on that. All right, Lionel How much is two and two? Wait a minute You gave him one and one Oh, look, 
I hate to interrupt these mental acrobatics, but if Mr. Burke, the manager of the hotel, finds that dog in here, you're going to be in trouble. Well, then it's up to us to see that Mr. Burke doesn't find this dog in here. <coughs> Quiet, Fletcher. It's a fine time to be smart. Uh, who is it? Mr. Burke, the manager. Oh, Lionel, quick, hide Fletcher. Put him in the closet. Come in. Hello, Mr. Burke. Nice day, isn't it? Is it? Well, it was. <laughs> Very unsettled weather and conversation we're having. Mr. K, my house detective tells me he saw you coming up the back stairs with a dog. A dog? You mean D-O-G, dog? I don't mean C-A-T, dog. <laughs> now, for through with his spelling bee, I'd like you to explain what that package of dog biscuits is doing there on the table. The dog biscuits? You mean... Yes, I mean D-O-G, biscuits. That's a funny way to spell biscuits. <laughs> oh, biscuits, dog, biscuits, dog. Oh, dog biscuits, yes, of course. Uh, they're Lionel's. <laughs> Go ahead, Lionel, eat one for the man. But Danny... Go you... ahead and eat one. Oh, all right. Say, these are real tasty. Let me have another one, Danny. Now, don't stuff yourself, Lionel. Remember, you've got a dinner date with Lassie. <laughs> you see, Mr. Burke, you got all excited over nothing Besides, if somebody did have a very exceptional dog One with a lot of talent, why couldn't he live here? I don't care anything about talent, it's the noise I threw a musician out last week because he played his violin all day long All you could hear was da, 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 da Oh, 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 oh Ah, just as I thought. You do have a dog in here. He's in that closet. Quiet, Fletcher, quiet. Mr. Burke is a very nice man. He's the manager of the hotel. <laughs> Mr. K, I'll thank both you and the dog to stop licking my hand. Now, get this dog out of the hotel at once, you understand? Mr. Burke, I warn you, if this dog goes, I go too. An excellent idea. Why didn't I think of that? <laughs> if Mr. K goes, I go too. Fine. This is getting better every minute. Come on, Lionel, let's go. Danny, before you get too impulsive, remember there's a housing shortage. No, I don't care about that. Come on, Fletcher. Nice little doggy, what to do with the dog? <laughs> Come on, we'll find a place, won't we? <laughs> See, Evie, we'll call you just as soon as we find a house to live in. All right, but by that time, I might be too old to answer the phone. Come on, Fletcher, hurry up. We're half a block behind Danny now. Hey, uh, Lionel, walking your dog? Yeah, can't except it ain't my dog, it's Danny's. Fletch is a genuine Tennessee bear pup. Uh, did you say a beer pup? No, I said genuine bear pup. Well, well, a real thoroughbred, huh? Did he ever wet any blue ribbons? No, and he don't drink beer either. <laughs> well, that's just too bad for him because wherever smart people gather, they always order Pap's blue ribbon. Well, anyhow, Fletch is a pretty smart dog. He can count up to two syllables. Can he count up to 33? I don't know. I have trouble counting that high myself. Well, I don't, because 33 always reminds me of the 33 fine brews that are perfectly blended to make smooth, full-flavored Pabst Blue Ribbon. Well, I better go. Danny, 
Fletcher and me are looking for a house to live in. A doghouse? Oh, no, a real house. Well, you'll never have to worry about landing in the doghouse if you serve Pabst Blue Ribbon, for it has the most delicious flavor that ever flowed from a bottle. That's why people order it with confidence and serve it with pride. Well, Mr. Niles, as much as I love to hear you talk, me and Fletcher's got to catch up to Danny. Well, no matter where you go, remember, there's no finer beer, no finer blend than Pabst Blue Ribbon. So long, Lionel. Well, while our dispossessed trio go off in search of living quarters, Kitty Callan joins Harry James and his music makers in their new Columbia-recorded arrangement of I'm Beginning to See the Light.
Many hours have passed, and we find Danny, Lionel, and Fletcher trudging along the street, searching in vain for a place to live. Gosh, Danny, we comb this town, there ain't a vacancy anywhere. Well, we mustn't get discouraged, Lionel. See, <laughs> Fletcher is getting a little bit beat, too. Oh, that we were birds. All we'd have to do is pick up a few twigs, build ourselves a nest, and we'd be all set. Mm-hmm. Lionel, you and I and the dog would look pretty silly living in the crotch of a tree. <laughs> Say, I got an idea. Let's send Fletcher into a butcher shop to steal a string of frankfurters. What for? Don't you see? Then maybe they'll put all three of us in the dog pound for a couple of weeks. <laughs> With our luck, they just take Fletcher. Boy, what characters you see on this street. Get a hold of this guy coming towards us with a big hat, white mustache, and a goatee. Well, hello there, boy. Good old boy. Yeah. I beg your pardon, gentlemen, but isn't this your dog a Tennessee bear hound? Yes, sir, he is. Gad, I knew it. Finest animal that walks on four feet. Permit me to introduce myself. I am Colonel Eustace J. Oglethorpe. Well, glad to know you, Colonel, sir. Glad to know you, yeah. <laughs> My name is Daniel K. Daniel K. what? That's all, Colonel. Just Daniel K. That's all. <laughs> well, sir, I might have known when I saw that fine bear hound, he'd belong to a southern gentleman, sir. You are from the south, aren't you? No, but I'd be glad to move there if I could get a room. <laughs> beg your pardon, sir, but you seem to have lost your southern drawl. Oh, I was just clowning around, Colonel. I, I like to get around like that. You see, uh, I'm an actor. Yeah, <laughs> what good fortune. Meeting a Tennessee bear hound and an actor all in the same day. <laughs> well, it's been nice meeting you, too, but uh, we got, haven't got a place to live in, and it's getting late, you know. If I may presume upon such shoulder acquaintance... I'd like to offer you the haven of Colonel Eustace J. Oglethorpe's experimental theater for eager amateurs. Live in a little theater? Well, certainly. There are rooms there. Ample room for all of you. Well, Colonel, it's nice of you to offer us your hospitality, but uh, you hardly know us. Sir, I declare that any man that owns a Tennessee bear hound is a friend of mine. Well, sir, I declare that any man that owns an empty room is a friend of mine. Yeah. Gosh, Evie, isn't this a cute little theater? I think it's going to be a swell place for me to live. Well, it's as good a place as the Phantom of the Opera had. <laughs> and that Colonel Oglethorpe, if he doesn't stop calling me his magnolia blossom and pinching my cheek, I'm going to tie his goatee to his shoelaces and roll him around the block. I always wondered about them goatees. Who started them? People or goats? Lionel, stop wondering and open the door Oh, well <laughs> Well, hello, what can I do for you? I'm the laundry man Here's the colonel's bundle Oh, oh, is it? Well, when did he send it out? August, 1943 <laughs> August 1943. You realize this is February 1945? Yes, I know. This was a special. <laughs> Say, you know, it must be pretty rough in your business with this uh, manpower shortage. Oh, isn't any new to me? 
My wife says there's always been a man power shortage in our house. <laughs> I'm afraid you're just being modest. Say, what are all these people doing here? Is the colonel finally going to put on one of my plays? One of your plays? What plays have you written? A Hoot and a Heather, Meet Me in Pomona Mona, and Forever Antonine. <laughs> if I ever sell a play, we're going to straighten up and fly right. <laughs> Well, I hope it's soon. I got a new one here if you can to look in over. Oh, sure. I'd be glad to. Let me see. It says, um, hmm, Uncle Daniel's cabin. Say, this sounds interesting. Come with us to the land of chivalry, the deep sooth, where if a youth is uncouth, he gets slapped in the mooth. <laughs> Our play takes place in a little southern town that is best described on page 328 of lock and forwards and goes for the olds and gold in the flame to the whole flam to the rose old and flam and grooved hoo hmm <laughs> or better known to your local lending library as gone with the wind <laughs> oh that's fine we walk down the main street turn to the right on the next street and there it stands Uncle Dan's cabin Uncle Daniel, there hasn't been a customer in this here roadhouse in weeks. I know it, little Eve, I know it. Topsy's place across the road is doing all business. Yes, Uncle Daniel. All the buses stop there. I wonder why. Well, all the people have been riding for eight hours. They've got to stop somewhere. <laughs> people got to eat, you know. Well... They'd just better start eating here. Simon Legree holds a big mortgage on this place, and it's due tonight, and if you don't pay up, out in the cold you go. Is it really cold outside? Cold? <laughs> well, Uncle Dan, when I walked over here, I met Mason, and he was wearing Dixon's Snuggies. <laughs> He'd do that? he do Well, that. I can't let Simon Legree take away this little old cabin. This place that once echoed to the laughter of little old children. <laughs> Oh, no, this cabin where I used to hear the patter of tiny feet. Pitter-patter, pitter-patter. And sometimes you heard, patter-pitter, patter-pitter. That was my backward brother. Well, Uncle Daniel, if I'm not being too nosy, how are you going to pay the mortgage? Have you got any money, honey? No, baby. Have you got any collateral? No, baby. Then what have you got? I got a song. I got a song, what kind of song? I got a railroad song. I got a railroad song. Railroad needs a hammer. Hammer got to be. Railroad gets a hammer. Back at that hammer is little old me. Railroad needs a tracks. Little me lays a tracks. Now then, come the facts. The big old train come whistling by. He puffing your face and he spitting your eye. Choo choo, goodbye. That is a railroad song. I got a song. What kind of song? I got a bullfrog song. I got a bullfrog song. Bullfrog needs a big swamp. Big swamp got to be. Bullfrog gets a big swamp, and back at that swamp lives little old me. 
bullfrog starts to croak. I yells, don't you croak. Then he up and spoke. Oh, the brown boy sing and the bullfrog croak. But I got a greenback. You is broke. Boom, boom, big Jew. That is the bullfrog song. That is the bullfrog song. That is the bullfrog song. Oh, that was perfectly beautiful, Uncle Daniel But it don't pay up the mortgage And here comes Simon Legree now Oh, how can I face that man? He's such a hard, cruel man There isn't an ounce of mercy in his stony heart Oh, hello. <laughs> Are you the tough, stony-hearted Simon Legree? I ain't Fanny Farmer. <laughs> now, about that mortgage, you better pay up. The last guy that didn't pay me is in the hospital. He is? Yeah. He is an intern. <laughs> Look here, Simon Legree. Won't you give me an extension? Okay, you talk me into it. I knew you were a good old man, Simon Legree. You don't have a heart of gold. I have not. I'm nasty. I tell you, nasty. <laughs> I'll be back. I gotta think of a way to attract some business here. I, I, oh, I got it. I think I'm going to advertise that the ink spots are appearing here nightly. The ink spots? You can't even afford a blobber. Well, they're not really going to be here I'm just going to imitate them Oh, now that I'd like to see You imitating the ink spots Well, all right, I'd do that for you If I didn't care Honey, talk to me to please <laughs> Just as I love you No, you can't go away like that, honey Leave me going Now, hold no, it a second, now. Uncle Dan <laughs> Look here, Uncle Dan. A customer just came in. Well, what are you standing there for? Get a work there. Okay, Uncle Dan. Here you are. Get your cigars, cigarettes, steaks, gasoline, and other picture postcards. <laughs> hey, uh, good evening, sir. Hello, I'd like to rent your place tomorrow evening for a dinner party. There'll be 800 people. Money is no object. Did you hear that, Eva? We'll be able to pay off the mortgage. Oh, just one thing. Be sure that Archie is here. Archie? Who's Archie? Ain't this Duffy's tavern? <laughs> no, this is Uncle Dan's cabin. Cancel the order. Oh, that's the last straw. Oh, no, no, Uncle Dan. Put down that gun. Don't shoot yourself. <laughs> it's too late. Honey, I done punked it myself. <laughs> this is the air. I'm stinking fast. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, little Eva. Goodbye, Uncle Dan. <laughs> but before I go, I just want to say one thing. Yes, Uncle Dan. <laughs> Take care of my grandfather, Clark. Grandpa's still in it. He thinks it's a telephone booth. <laughs> I will, Uncle Dan. Yeah. And now I'm going. Goodbye, Uncle Dan. <laughs> but before I go, I just want to say one thing. Yes. Yeah. Evie, you can have my old banjo. 
if you want to play it, you find a string in my yellow pajamas. I'll look for it, Uncle Dan. And now I'm going. Goodbye, Uncle Dan. But before I go, I just want to say one thing. What's that, Uncle Dan? I'm a going. Goodbye, Uncle Dan. But before I go, I just want to say one thing. I'll say it! <laughs> Gather around me, everybody. Then settle back and just sit tight While I start reviewing the attitude of doing right You got to accentuate the positive Eliminate the negative Latch on to the affirmative Don't mess with Mr. In-Between You gotta spread joy Up to the maximum Bring gloom Down to the minimum Have faith Or pandemonium Liable to walk upon a scene To illustrate My last remark Jonah in the way of Noah in the ark What did they do? Just when everything looked so dark Man, they said we better act then She weighed the positive Eliminate the negative Latch on to the affirmative Don't mess with Mr. In-Between Oh, the good Lord knows that the world would be a mess if it weren't for the syllable Y-E-S. That's the only yes way that the folks got hep, cause you can't go forward with a backward step. Now hear me, sister, while I take you through the ages And we look at what was cooking on the history's pages You'll find that affirmative right on the button Would bring about a something where there used to be a nothing Hallelujah, yes, yes, yes What did Eve say to Adam? Yes, yes Lord, get Ivy to his madam Yes, yes And Gallagher to Sheehan Yes, yes And Boston to the bin Yes, yes Jack Benny to Hello Buck Yes, yes Mr. Sister, Mr. Roper Yes, yes Anthony to Cleopatra Yes, yes Bobby Socks to Sinatra <laughs> Accentuate, accelerate, accumulate, accommodate, articulate, assimilate, and celebrate the positive, eliminate, discriminate, eradicate, repudiate, obliterate, and castigate, and fumigate the negative. <gasps> Latch on, catch on, snatch on the affirmative. Don't mess with Mr. In Between. No, no, don't mess with Mr. In Between. That's great, Danny. Accentuate the positive, eliminate the negative, et cetera, et cetera. Well, well, <laughs> if it isn't Lionel, one note. Thanks, Ken. Uh, you like my vocalizing? Well, frankly, all you do is sing one note over and over. So what? Well, a song can't be a great song with just one note any more than a beer can be a great beer with just one brew. That's why Pabst Blue Ribbon is made from never less than 33 brews, all blended together as only Pabst can do it to achieve the perfect flavor everyone enjoys in this truly great beer. Oh, I get it. Pabst accentuates the blendative. Ah, that's positive, Lionel. There just isn't any other way to ensure the grand, even goodness, the rich, rounded taste tones that make Pabst Blue Ribbon more than just another beer. I'm convinced. You've eliminated the interrogative. <laughs> yes, correct. There's no in-between about Pabst. 
You can order it with confidence and serve it with pride. For no matter where you go, there is no finer beer, no finer blend than Pabst Blue Ribbon. Well, friends, I hope you've all had fun with us tonight. And before Ken tells you about next week, I'd like to spend a few serious moments with you, if I may. You know, every time I see a list of men who have been decorated in this war, I think how many different kinds of people it takes to make America. Browns and Selinskys, Cones and Kellys, Moriello and Mullers. You know, they're all good American names, and I think they each have a message for us. They say we who bear these names have fought together, men of many different races and creeds, brothers in arms. And when this war is over, let all Americans continue to act as brothers, brothers in peace. That's the purpose of Brotherhood Week, which begins tomorrow, to fight bigotry and intolerance, to promote brotherhood and justice. Those are the ideals which every one of us should support with his whole heart. This performance of Danny Kay and Company will be transmitted to our men and women overseas by shortwave and through the worldwide facilities of the Armed Forces Radio Service. Good luck to all of you, and... Good night. This program was directed by Dick Mack and was brought to you by the Pat Brewing Company of the Washington Council and Peoria, Illinois. This is CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System. it for this time, but there's always more old-time radio at relicradio.com. Thousands of episodes of every variety offered for free, thanks to you, the listeners. If you'd like to help support this and all of the shows, please visit donate.relicradio.com or visit the website and click on the donate button for more information. Thanks for joining me today. I'll be back soon with another installment of A Legacy of Laughs.